Hello to you. Welcome to Coin Market Recap on Wednesday, the 19th of October. I'm Connor Sefton with Coin Market Cap's easy to understand look at the top crypto stories. Today, Do Kwon once again refuses to reveal his current location, but apologises to the victims of terror's collapse. European countries are warned they must be prepared to stop crypto mining this winter because of the energy crisis. The new Aptos blockchain gets off to a very shaky start for multiple reasons. And Walmart gives its strongest hint yet that it may soon accept cryptocurrencies as a payment method. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And you can get in touch with me on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. Bitcoin had touched highs of $19,662 on Tuesday, but has cooled down at the time we're recording this, trading at $19,234. Over in the UK, the Consumer Price Index hit 10.1% in September, matching a 40-year high seen over the summer. Weirdly, Bitcoin's volatility has now fallen to a two-year low, with $19,000 proving to be a strong level of support for bulls. Our top story now, and Do Kwon has given a revealing and perhaps ill-advised interview about the $60 billion collapse of Luna and UST. The Terraform Labs co-founder is wanted in South Korea over the network's collapse, but police don't know where in the world he is. Kwon's denied that he's on the run, and speaking to Laura Shin on the Unchained podcast, he explained why he's refusing to reveal his current location. The main reason why I don't want to talk about my location to the media is because when the crash happened in May, there were lots of situations where personal security was threatened, right? And uh, so, for instance, uh, people broke into, you know, my apartment building, even multiple cases in which that was televised across, you know, my home in South Korea, as well as my home in Singapore. Several of these people were reporters and several of these people were just regular people uh, against whom I felt like a fair degree of uh, threats to personal security and privacy. So it's it's not in the interest of, let's say, being on the run or something like that, that I don't want to disclose where I live. It's just that every time the location where I live becomes known, it becomes almost impossible for me to live there. That contradicts tweets where he appeared to tease law enforcement agencies by saying he was making zero effort to hide, boasting he was going to shopping malls, on walks, and meeting people in public places where Twitter followers would see him. Laura Shin asked him about the hubris and arrogance of his tweets, and Do Kwan admitted that some of them have been quite cringe. So I, I think I got carried, you know, too much carried away with interacting with other people on crypto Twitter. So like the industry lingo for this is called shit posting, right? So I think in retrospect, I should have held myself to a sort of a more stringent standard. So, you know, just because there's anonymous cartoon characters that are, shall we say, more liberal with the words that they're using, does not mean that I should have followed suit. He went on to suggest that his tweeting style was largely for entertainment value. You could also argue that Do Kwon's tweets have been in bad taste given the devastating consequences of Terra's collapse. 
Laura Shin explained that many of those who lost money had young families, and one man reportedly killed himself after his $2 million lunar investment tanked to just $1,000. Kwan was asked whether there was anything he wanted to say to victims and their families. Whatever issues uh, existed with Kara's design, its weakness to respond to, you know, sort of the cruelty of the markets, it's my responsibility and my responsibility alone. So for the community that engaged with the Terra ecosystem, used its apps, you know, sent tokens and coins into uh, its many protocols, the, the downfall of the companies that chose to build on Terra uh, for the people that, you know, chose to work on the ecosystem and for, you know, the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that used you know, Terra currency, uh, you know, the Terra ecosystem, which was all built on the stability of UST, I own up to that responsibility fully. And it's, it's not easy. I, I, I think the hardest thing about the current situation is having to contend with, you know, so much astronomical loss. It's, 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 it's quite hard to put into words, but the, the scale of the sort of the financial and emotional and economic damage that, that happened here uh, is, is, is not easy to live with. An Interpol red notice has reportedly been issued for Do Kwon's arrest, which would mean police forces around the world are asked to locate and detain him. But he says the organisation is yet to declare him as a wanted man on its website, with Laura Shin receiving no comment from Interpol, despite asking for confirmation about his status twice. And when asked what he thought about the charges he's facing in South Korea, Kwon said this. We are a little bit disappointed in the way that prosecutors are attempting to, you know, create new regulation through criminal enforcement proceedings, whereas that really should be within the job description of the legislature or at the very least, the financial regulators. The full interview lasts for an hour and a half. You can find it on Laura Shin's Unchained podcast. EU countries are being told they must be prepared to stop crypto mining this winter as Europe faces an energy crisis. The European Commission said energy-efficient blockchains need to be used and described Bitcoin's proof-of-work consensus mechanism as relatively outdated. Energy supplies to Europe have been affected by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, with some countries now preparing for blackouts this winter. EU member states are being urged to implement measures that reduce the the energy used by crypto miners. Ethereum is seen as a shining example in Brussels, and the report says its switch to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism has slashed energy consumption by 99%, proving that the crypto world can move to more crypto-friendly systems. But at this point, Bitcoiners would argue that proof-of-stake increases centralization and the risk of censorship. The EU is now planning to produce energy efficiency labels for blockchains. There was a lot of excitement as a new blockchain called Aptos launched this week, but it suffered a shaky start. 
The network has been built using a programming language called Move, the same one used by Facebook's doomed DM project before it closed because of a regulatory backlash. It's hoped this technology will make transactions faster and cheaper, prompting some in the crypto space to describe Aptos as a Solana killer. But promises of 100,000 transactions per second have fallen well short of the mark. It's actually closer to four transactions per second, less than what Bitcoin manages to achieve. Aptos explained that this figure doesn't include user transactions, which are expected to begin soon. Other concerns include how Aptos has managed to achieve a valuation far greater than Uniswap Labs, even before the mainnet has launched. And alarm bells have been raised on crypto Twitter over the fact that 49% of tokens are allocated to developers and private investors. Aptos is sticking to its guns and says it's determined to create universal and fair access to decentralized applications for billions of people through a safe, scalable, and upgradable blockchain. The token began trading in the early hours of Wednesday. At the time we're recording this, CoinMarketCap data shows it's fallen by over 11% and is currently worth $7.45. And the world's biggest retailer has given its strongest hint yet that it will soon accept cryptocurrencies as a payment method. Suresh Kumar is Walmart's global chief technology officer. Here's what he told Yahoo Finance. Crypto uh, will become an important part of how customers transact. Um, We want to make sure that we make it as friction-free for for customers to be able to to transact and to be able to buy Mm -hmm. uh, and how they Uh, are able to derive value out of it, right? And that is where uh, I think a lot of the disruption is going to start happening in terms of different payment methods, different payment uh, options. Um, The role of crypto is going to continue to play a very important role in that. And obviously, we want to to be there where the customer really needs us to be. Walmart is also bullish about the metaverse and believes virtual worlds could transform the way we shop. Late last year, the retail giant filed a flurry of trademark applications related to virtual worlds and cryptocurrencies, but remained tight-lipped on whether it planned to use them. That's it for today's Coin Market Recap. Please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed today's episode. There's plenty more crypto news and features on our website over at coinmarketcap.com/alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with more news tomorrow. Bye bye for now.